It's May 29th, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Today's Weekly Rundown is sponsored by the Peloton app. The Peloton app is a great way to get in shape. Ha ha! Just wanted to uh, get my weekly plug-in for the Peloton app right away at the beginning of the show so I don't talk about it anymore. We are not sponsored by Peloton, but if you do want to sponsor the show, shoot me a DM. Welcome back to another weekly rundown, everyone. It's great to have you here. It's great to have you with us for another week. We love your company, and we hope you love our company as well. I hope you guys have been enjoying this a lovely, lovely humid running weather we've been experiencing lately because I hate winter. And though you can complain about summer and being sweaty, I will sweat any day of the week over cold, crappy winter days. So I hope you're enjoying this summer weather because summer seems to finally be here. All right. Apostoli, I usually always have a really great intro for you. And yes. what I'm going to say is, as always, we drop these every Friday, and I'm joined by my co-host, Apostoli Everniatis. Hey, hey, what's up, Alex? Main, my main man, Triple M, Eminem, Eminem. Every time you say Triple M, I always think of that song by um, Frick. I can't even think. Uh, never mind. I'm going to avoid that reference. Okay, so I need to start off the episode, everyone, by... Uh, stating an apology. We told you last week that our episode with John DeWitt was coming out. We did not release that episode. Please forgive us. We, I, 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 Alex, I don't think you should be apologizing. I'm trying to take... The apology is... <laughs> you're trying to split the, the responsibility. It's all me, people. So my apologies, my apologies, personal apologies, to uh, the, the, the CCP world and John DeWitt. We are working yeah. on getting that episode out next week. Yes. Same day that Mimosa is opening, sponsor of the show, we're going to be releasing the episode. Yeah. <laughs> you don't sound too confident that. All right, guys, we're sorry about the delay on that. We're going to get this episode out so, to you, and you're going to love it. Um, in the meantime, we got another weekly rundown for you, so enjoy it. Apostoli, are you ready for this? How are you ready for what I'm about to say? Oh, I don't, it sounds like I'm not. I might think I am. Let's go. Let's see. You and I are going to run the Boston Marathon for the first time ever this year. Are you ready? I think, I I think, okay, here's the thing. I I think people, CCP world, this is, uh, this is what happened when Alex beats an Olympian in the slowest mile challenge. (laughs) last week saturday he gets oh, too yeah, excited you're, you're ju- he, he thinks okay all right all right you're jumping ahead of yourself okay all right all right let's go back we're running the boston marathon we've been talking about this for years but what do you think is going to happen this year okay so today which is thursday if you're listening to this it's friday the boston athletic association has announced that all the 124th boston marathon will be held as a virtual event following the Boston mayor, Martin Walsh's cancellation of the marathon um, because of some other stuff, blah, blah, blah. All participants who originally registered 
for the April 20th, 2020 event will be offered a full refund for their entry fee associated with the race and will have the opportunity to participate in a virtual Boston Marathon, which you can run anytime between September 7th and September 14th. The BAA will offer a series of virtual events and activities throughout September's month uh, marathon week to bring the Boston Marathon experience to the world. This will include exclusive panel discussions, champions interviews, and a downloadable toolkit with signature race elements. Participants in the virtual 2020 Boston Marathon will be required to complete the marathon distance within six hours and provide proof of timing. All finishers of the virtual race will receive an official Boston Marathon program, t-shirt, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, big news today, Boston Marathon is going virtual. They moved it from their April date to September and now they are officially moving it to a virtual race couple things out of this. We are now seeing big races out in September being pushed back, which is kind of has me thinking that there won't be any races don't say this it. year. It's good. Oh man, don't say it. don't say it. Scott Scott's not going to be happy. Scott, sorry bud. I hope the Lakefront Marathon happens. Why? Because my wife and I were just talking about which training programs we're starting because June 1st is 18 weeks out, which is some marathon programs start 18 weeks out. So uh, we were just on a walk with the girls. Christina's saying she's going to go with the Hanson's Marathon. Now, if you don't know what the Hanson's Marathon is, it's you, you run a majority of the week, but instead of that typical long run on the weekend, you know, where you usually do on like 16 to 20, 22, you do two longer runs split over the weekend. So like a Saturday, Sunday, where you'll run like 12 and then like 16 or like 12 and 8. And then, like, I think the peak mileage is 18 uh, miles. Not I don't even. think you go higher. It might be 16. So the advanced pro- – there's a couple of programs, right? They, they used to have just the advanced program out in the in the book, but now they have the – well, they have an advanced, a beginner, and they also have a just-finished program. But I, they were trying to, to – I think they're just trying to sell more books. But To, the, to bring reference to this, Apostoli has the Hanson Marathon training book in front of him right now. No, 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 no. I know this from heart. I hear the, but, pa- I hear the pages turning, Apostoli. It's, okay. That was the Bible. Um, <laughs> 60, okay. I haven't read the Bible in a decade, by the way. That's terrible. Okay, listen. 16 yeah you you were correct about that i'm sorry 16 miles if you're doing the advanced version i was when i did it i did the well you still do 16 miles at some point with the beginner version did you know that i that my first marathon was the hansons do you remember that Mm-mm. no and i and i and after i was done i said you know what i don't i don't think this thing worked uh our friend ryan told me and and our other friend Eric Stevens Stevens also was uh, they they were trying to train with the Hansons and I remember Ryan said if I would do it I would do it but I would still do the long runs on Saturday like I would do the entire like big long runs just to get the psychological aspect out so I did listen to him but I did do the Hansons program and though I thought that it's not that great because I talked to a couple of people afterwards and said, oh, okay, it's wrong because of this and that, and I got influenced. I'll tell you one thing. My first marathon is still the best marathon. I did not bonk at all. There was no wall in that first marathon. I was nonstop running, and maybe it's the Hanson's Marathon method. 
So Christina's, so Christina's thinking about that one. What about you? Well, hold on. So interesting because I hear those same things. I haven't done it. But my kind of take on it is Hanson's Marathon is good if you run a lot of marathons. Like you're not like you run a marathon a year, but maybe more than that. Because what it does is it doesn't like burn you out. Like how many times are you doing 18, 20 mile runs and your your weekend's trash because you're just freaking burnt from that run, right? It happens to me. It happens to most people. So I think if you if you're not used to hanging out in that in that in that threshold of like being out there running that long at that speed, the marathon, I don't know if the Hanson's marathon really works, right? Because you know, if your longest run is 16, but you're doing like that on Saturday, then like eight on Sunday or whatever it is. Sure, you're getting the miles in, but you're not you're not up there hanging out with that longer distance where you need to be where, you know, you tend to hit those walls. But you brought up you said you, you had a very strong marathon for your first one. Now, I'd like to see you cut that time by 45 minutes on the Hanson's Marathon plan, right? Like your first marathon is your first marathon. You know what I mean? Like yeah. now that you have that goal, I'd love to see you do like a three forty using the Hanson's program because you did. Like Wait a, a second. Why did you say forty five minutes? Shave off forty five minutes, and then you're saying three forty. Shaving off forty five minutes, by the way, my friend, would be three fifteen. Thank you very much. Sorry, I was thinking of my That's, first. You, you marathon were thinking time. your first marathon. And then I got confused because <laughs> the marathon we ran together, you ran four fourteen. So okay. Four. Four one four four one. It's the Milwaukee Marathon, Alex. I'm, That's the I'm only acceptable time as a proud Milwaukeean and and future host at the time of a of a running podcast. The only time available was four one four. I could not run at any time. I actually waited around the corner for forty five minutes for the time to, to go by and, and timed it right. So anyway. Okay, so yeah, she's all in on it. I would love to hear your guys' comments. If you have done Hanson, uh, successful or not, drop us a comment. I want to know more about this. Christina, here's the reason why she loves it is because it has like, I'm pretty sure you run like six days a week and like Wednesdays are your off day. So it gives you a plan every time, every day what to be running, which she really likes. In the past, we've done the uh, run fast, run less. And that's basically... You, it gives you three workouts a week, you know, a tempo, a track, and a long run. And the whole concept is you're going to run faster by running less miles, and then you should be cross-training on those off days or just doing, like, lighter runs. And it's the only thing I, I know because that's what I did. Uh, when I was, like, training for the Milwaukee Marathon this spring, I wasn't really following anything, so I would have probably done terrible at the marathon. But I'm thinking of following following that so here's the deal i looked at the nike marathon plan and i thought it was really interesting um very different type of workouts the track workouts were very different some weeks you're not doing any tempos and they're telling you to do hill workouts it's very it doesn't seem like what you're used to when you look at marathon plans so it was a very interesting one i don't know if it's on my alley and i don't really have a plan yet i realize i need to pick one here so I so got to do something. What, what, June 8th, you said? Or June 1st? I think next week is um, technically 18 weeks out. So To Lakefront? To Lakefront Marathon? Correct. Mm. Yeah, so... Let's do it. Yeah, we should talk some more training plans next week. I think that would be pretty cool. We can 
talk about the different ones, especially as people here are starting to ramp up for marathon training. Uh, we can ask people, we'll ask you guys what you like, what you didn't like, and we'll kind of recap it all on the show. All right, so that's the that was the big news. You and I can virtually run the Boston Marathon and say we ran the Boston Marathon. <laughs> people are like, no way, you can't do that. If I run a marathon and I do Boston and I say it, I'm going to live by that. So that means within a calendar year, I will have run the Boston Marathon and have been Olympian in the mile. Tell us more, Alex. Tell us more because we kind of led up to this last week. Okay. So last week we announced that Apostoli and I were going to be doing the slow mile challenge. And as you can figure it out, it's running the slowest mile possible while still running and moving forward. So our hometown hero, Molly Seidel, did it in a time of 36 minutes and 56 seconds. So Apostoli and I got together on Saturday. And our goal was to beat that by whatever means possible. And let me tell you, it kind of felt like a, I I can't swear, so I can't say S show, like a crap show. I felt a little off when we started. We were a little all over the place. Yeah, you were telling me that I'm going too slow, by the way. I was. (laughs) Okay, so you guys. You know, you, you, we had the mile mapped out, like from our start point to where the exact finish point was on a map, right? So we actually figured out what an exact mile was because our watches, you know, can't always be trusted. And basically we started, Apostol is way behind me and he's going winning. super slow. Like you're winning, winning going super slow. And I'm like, dude, you're going like too slow. Like you're on pace for like a 56 minute mile, which is great, but like a little too slow. Like I just kind of wanted to do like 40 minutes and, and beat Molly. And my watch is telling me we're on pace for like 45 minutes. So I'm like steps ahead of Apostoli losing. And <laughs> I felt like a little chaotic because like I can't run backwards to get you, right? And I can't tell you to just speed up because it's kind of like defeats the purpose of it. So like I slowly had to slow down to, for you to catch up to me. Um, but your watch, like we were at like 0.1 and your watch said you were at like 0.3. So your watch was not even, Way we couldn't, we couldn't use your watch. My watch, I thought held pretty close. Looking back at it, I checked in on my phone and we were mm. at 18 minutes at half. So it kind of made sense where we ended up at the end. But yeah, I, I, I pushed us out a little too fast, I think, in the beginning. And you were telling me to slow down and I didn't listen. I told you you were going too slow. <laughs> and, he, and and I like how you were saying, we only have to beat Molly. <laughs> so, no, we also have to beat everybody else that's going to try to beat us beating Molly. Uh, but... Uh, we it, had was, it was a very surreal experience. First of all, um, I think the reason you invited me to beat an Olympian with you was because y- we looked absolutely ridiculous doing that and just being alone, <laughs> running like that in the streets. If you have somebody else doing it, then you know it's a challenge, then you know there's something about it. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, if the way I was running at least, because I was trying to land midfoot, I look like a ridiculous human being. If somebody saw me, probably they would think there's something. Uh, <laughs> there's so, something. Something's not right. Something's off. Something's so you, uh, you, the so way, whether mentally or physically, it was just <laughs> it did not look right. Um, whereas you were doing more. Yours was more glamorous. It was kind of like warming up. Can you warm up before a race at the start line? 
Uh, you're kind of like putting your knees in front of each other, but just moving ahead just ever so slightly. Whereas I was, it looked like I was actually running, <laughs> moving my entire you, body. You, your whole body forward. was moving, like you were running, but you were taking baby steps. You guys, we, we made a video of it. It's on our Facebook and Instagram feeds, and we'll link it in the show bio. bio. But man, it is hilarious. We took different forms. And which was funny is my form was just total calves. Like I was on the front of my toes, taking baby steps, just burning my calves. And then like halfway, I was like, I'll be silly, my calves are burning. And then I realized you're like, you were trying to tell me to switch to your form of like this stride midfoot. I don't even know what you want to call it. And I started to do that. And it was like, you were total glutes. Like you were like glutes and hammies were just like getting crushed. I felt. It, it felt it felt like a 40 minute run it, it felt like a 40 wait, wait, minute did run you say, yeah it felt, I felt like a regular 40 minute run at a regular to fast pace just so uh, fast fast forward so we're, we're okay. doing this we went through half at like 18 minutes we were on track to like barely beat molly's time and at the end we i when i mapped this out i just said hey we'll just go a mile north on the road i live on and didn't realize we had a cross like two major intersections where cars don't That's stop. That's the hardest part. Which was super <laughs> funny. I felt, this is how I felt, that we were like that family of ducks crossing the road and everyone stopped and was just like, oh, they're so cute. But we were two grown men looking ridiculous crossing the road. And you brought this up. I didn't even think people would be like gawking at us. Everyone outside just stopped and watched us. And it's not like we were going fast past houses. We were going super slow where the fact that like we were in slow motion and people like, you know, if you're going fast, like, you're, you can't hear people gossip. We could hear everything because we were going so slow. We could take it all in. They're like, what are they doing? Some lady rolled down her window and said, hey, guys, it looks like you're running in a pool, which was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Okay, so basically the finish line was right past a four-way stop sign intersection. And Maria was standing at the finish line. And as we're coming up to the four-way stop, three cars all coming from the opposite direction we were going were coming to stop. So not only like do you just have – they were just dealing with like the three cars, but we couldn't stop. And I was – I got a little nervous and started running ahead. And you're like, Alex, you can't do this. we got to beat the time. <laughs> So we look like ducks crossing the road. And it's like we didn't, at that point, we were running for 35 minutes and we're almost at a mile. But it was pretty funny when we crossed the finish line, like when we were 10 feet away coming in. The video that Maria got of us coming in, I thought it was just so funny because it was 30, it was, we did it. We beat Molly. We beat an Olympian. We had a time of 37 minutes and 21 seconds. We, uh, maybe we're Olympians. I look at it that way. Like I'm an Olympian because I beat an Olympian. I mean, I'll put it on my resume and I'll defend it in an interview. It's any the day. transitive. In mathematics, we call that the transitive uh, property. So yes, you're correct. <laughs> oh, math. Super funny. Can't deny math. I mean, okay, yeah. What else do you have to say about it? Uh, it was it was a great workout. First of all, it was nice because we got to hang hang out during it uh haven't done any stupid challenges like that for a while uh, <laughs> what so you usually do stupid challenges like that like i used to do i used to do challenges back in the day like even the beer mile to me was a challenge i would, I would like set set a goal and try to crush it or back in the day i used to have a lot of little challenges for myself whereas now everything has shifted towards my business business challenges but 
God. I don't know if you remember uh, the challenge of shaving with both hands at the same time. I don't know, with two razors, like shaving your face. So I don't, like that was a ch stupid challenges like that. And the slow my the slow my the slowest mile challenge. Slow mile is challenge. The slow it. mile challenge hashtag is. I think it's stupider than the shave with two with two arms. <laughs> Dude, I don't care what you say. We beat an Olympian, and we did. We did. I'll is she gonna be that. on the show now? She, she's got to be on the show. Now. She's got to be on the show. Well, I, I, she, she commented on her post that we were gonna do it. She commented, "Let's go," which is pretty cool that an Olympian even would comment on her post. So, and she's from Brookfield. I shot her a DM. I said, "Hey Molly, we gotta you gotta get you on the show. We gotta talk about this because, man, was it hilarious and." So waiting for a response. Get back to us, if anybody, Molly. If anybody knows Molly out there, make the connects, the connection. Yeah, help this help this show out. Give you some more content to listen to. Anyways, so a couple other funny things. A runner, a runner ran past us. She must have been doing um, a tempo or like a speed workout because she just flew by us. Or maybe we were just going that slow that she was normally running. But when she passed us. I picked up the pace and you like grabbed me and you said, no, 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 no. It's like that in that race, you know, when someone passes you and you're like, I ain't letting you pass me like that. But dog, I forgot we were, we were in it for different reasons that day. Different reasons. The dog instinct. Got to chase after the thing that's running. Yep. Uh, that, that was fun. You guys, you guys should do it if you, if you have some time. I think the other thing was after we, we got done and we were like just hanging out, it really felt like my body felt the same as it would after running three or four miles, which is like 37 minutes, right? So I, I haven't checked this yet. If I took the same amount of steps as I would have during like a real 37-minute run. I would say you took more in the beginning. You were doing the little tippy-tippy, tap-tap dance. Um, your cadence, I would presume, was at about 190, 200. And we got video, and we can analyze this. But I'd say I'd say yours, your cadence was about 190 to 200. So more than what you typically do, right? I don't think your cadence is probably your cadence is at about 175, 80, 180. On a good day, probably 170, right? Do you know what your cadence is? I don't. I don't. I should, right? Ugh, I'm sorry, guys. Letting everyone down again, not knowing my cadence. So you did more steps, most likely. I'll take it. I'll take it. Hey, let me tell you another fun fact. We beat an Olympian. Ha <laughs> ha. It feels really good. It feels good to say it. I'm not going to lie. I beat an Olympian in the mile. Like... If I said that to someone, they're going to like shake their head. But it's like, you're a hater. You're a freaking hater. And that sucks because I did. And there it is. And we'll always have that. We should make t-shirts. We should make CCP t-shirts. And only us can wear them. Like we'll put them on our website for sale. But it'll just say out of stock. And only you and I have them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. That's, oh, that's great. Okay. On a... On a fun note, you guys should do that. It's super fun to do. Have your significant other, friend, family member, like, videotape you. Cause yeah, don't it's, go alone. It's find somebody to Yeah, it. find someone. It's hilarious. Like, the content you can create from it, it's just so fun. It's so funny. And, like, all your friends and family will think it's hilarious. It, it, it is funny. It's funny. It's a lot of fun. But, hey, I'm on a little run streak right now. 
I've run every day since last Wednesday. Nice. That's 12 to 8 days. But check this out. I was looking back because I wanted to confirm that. And my my Strava account didn't have a run on Saturday. And I'm like, I'm sitting here like 40 minutes before we record this. I'm like, where's my run on Saturday? What did I do on Saturday? Where's my run? I can't figure it out. And I couldn't find my watch. And I I was sitting here like, I ran on Saturday. I know I did. I ran every day. Where was it? And I realized that it was the day we ran the challenge. But here's what happened, everyone. We ran a 37-minute mile, and then I uploaded it to Strava, and I hashtag slow mile challenge, done. And then I get a text message from my sister-in-law going, hey, that's a pretty fast uh, slow mile challenge. And I look, and Strava marked the run as a six-minute and a six-minute 36-second mile, which would actually be my fastest mile ever. So... Uh, It seemed like I accomplished both in one day, my slowest mile ever and my fastest mile ever. So I deleted it from Strava and I don't, Vivian, my friend Vivian, our friend Vivian, told me how to manually upload it, but I don't, whatever. That was last week. It doesn't matter. What's in your heart and your mind (laughs) and what matters. Uh, What is is your minimum? Because we've asked some of our guests what they're, like Jess, Jess Hepner and Jenny Swigerman. On the one-year anniversary, you asked them how, what, what there's, what is their minimum, their bare minimum for a streak, a running streak. Like, what do you have to run every day yeah. for it to count? Uh, so What's Jenny, yours? Jenny's is four days. Uh, I believe Jess four was miles. three. Yeah, sorry, miles. And Jess was three miles. Mine was. I look back at my Strava account and realize I've run every day since Wednesday. Um, so there it is. I just did it. And I guess the minimum would be a mile What's because Saturday we ran a mile. Very true. You should be, it should be in terms of time then. And here, here's what, here's what I realized. If I looked at I just ran like the last eight days in a row, I probably won't run tomorrow. It's good to take breaks. At least for myself. Okay, yeah. everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another weekly episode I appreciate it. Apostoli appreciates it. I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves and you're getting outside and enjoying some runs. Uh, if you're injured, come back soon. Take care of yourself because of the nice weather's here and I want you to enjoy it. Enjoy it. And please do the slow run challenge. And if you haven't, go check out our video of us doing the challenge on Instagram and Facebook, which is at Cream City Pacers. And if you know anyone or yourself who wants to sponsor our show, you can reach us at creamcitypacers at gmail.com or shoot us a DM. Until next Friday, keep on running. <laughs>